everybody this is your boy b-rob and i'm back with another edition of the random realms with rob podcast first and foremost i like to thank you the listener for coming back each and every week or however you listen to podcast if you're a first-time listener i appreciate you oh so much for giving my show a try and if you're in the general vicinity of the person that recommended you to me give that person a crisp high five but if you're not go ahead use your social media app of choice to craft them a well thought out dm not one of them nasty ones that you slide in there and do, but a, a, a thoughtful one. And um, let them know that you appreciate them for recommending you to me. Speaking of social media, you can find this show on various platforms to include Twitter at 3R Show and Facebook by typing in the Random Realms with Rob in your search bar or Facebook.com forward slash 3R Show. Instagram. Use hashtag 3R show or hashtag Walmart log where you can find me walking and cruising the aisles of Walmart and saying things and stuff. Also, you can go to randomrobcast.com to see the sponsors, um, certain ways that you can help support the show via Patreon and merchandise and all kind of other things. And um, see the illustrious guests that have been a part of the Random Ramson with Rob. Now. Joining me, I have a guest, you know, surprise, surprise, like I don't have guests on my show, but usually when I do my intros and everything, I got, you know, some witty comical thing that I would say to introduce my guests and everything. But this one is, you know, not so much a laughing matter. That's why I don't want to kind of, you know, play around with it or whatever. So the easiest thing for me to do is let the guests introduce themselves. So... Who I have with me on the line today. <laughs> Yo, thank you. Thank you for having me. Uh, my name is DeAndre Wilson. I'm from Evansville, Indiana. And again, I want to appreciate and say thank you to, to letting me be on your show. You know, I'm actually kind of guilty of them, of them DMs. <laughs> so I'll be kind of sliding in sometimes. <laughs> kind of guilty of that. No, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just teasing. But uh, no, thank you again for having me on your show. Like I said, my name is DeAndre Wilson. I appreciate all your listeners that are going to tune in and, and retweet this. I hope it's going to be a good podcast for them. Yeah. And so, so, I mean, you got to shoot your shot when you're getting them DMs sometimes, man. I mean, you have to shoot your shot. And that, and as a LeBron fan, I'm pretty good at it. Word. Okay. Since, since you're a fan by proxy, you, you, you're a good baller too, huh? <laughs> you know what? Here, here's the funny thing here in Indiana. Um, I do not know how to shoot a basketball or dunk a basketball, but I do enjoy watching it. I mean, 
I do. I do as well. I, I'm not into basketball as much as I was back in the day. Uh-huh. But, you know, now it's not even just uh, if I turn it on and I ain't got nothing to do. I see a game pop up on the menu. I throw it on and just to have it in the background, you know. Yeah, yeah. I think the most into basketball yeah. I am is NBA 2K. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. But sir, you have some things going on or whatever. Um, I, I got. To you see, know I do. Yeah, I got to see a little bit of um of a video, a media packet that you sent to me and everything about um why is you pushing a two hundred and some odd pound tire all across your city. So um, if you yeah, don't mind, yeah, go yeah. ahead and um, elaborate and let the people know what you got going on and the cause of you pushing this big old tire around. Definitely. So so this is what I really hope your your listeners really take away a lot of my story and then also find a way to utilize my story to help them get through, you know, what they're going through. But um, here in Evansville, Indiana, I'm I'm rolling a 230-pound tractor tire all around throughout the city. Um, as a matter of fact, I'm probably going to go from Evansville, Indiana to Newburgh, Indiana, uh, which will probably be about a two-hour, three-hour walk for me. I'll probably accomplish that on Tuesday because it's going to be real hot, real nice, and I'm going to do that. But uh, the reason why I do it is because my father – um, he started rolling the tire while he was battling stage four liver cancer and colon cancer. And so after his chemo treatments, he'd come home and uh, he'd eat, you know, a whole box of pizza or cheese or, you know, whatever he was in the mood for, whatever he was craving that day. He'd get done eating and he'd take off and he would roll that tire for hours, probably about two to two to six hours that he just rolled. Um, the community loved it. People would always call or text me and say, Hey, I seen your dad. Um, and that's what he did. You know, he knew he was going to die, uh, but he didn't want to go without a fight. Um, so when he passed away, you know, I received all of his things. Um, it took me about four years to get the tire out of the garage uh, at the time, my first business had closed, um, and I wasn't where I wanted to be financially or, or mentally or uh, physically. So, you know, I got that tire out the garage, and I started rolling it just to work out and, and be in shape. I didn't think anything would come of it uh, until one day I took it out and kind of went around the city with it after I built up the strength and the confidence to do it. And here we are today. Now, I mean, what what are some of the the looks and you know response from people on the street seeing you pushing this giant tire around and everything? Yeah, it's, it's both it's, it's both positive and negative. So I'm gonna start with the negative first, and yeah, then we'll shed some light on that negative and clean it up. Yeah, because I'm like, yeah. So how, how would you get anything negative from somebody trying to stay fit? <laughs> you know, but yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you you not you're not the only person that's asked that question. And so that's why I'm gonna start negative first, then we'll clean it up with the positive side. So the negative looks, um, people roll their eyes or I've even gotten the middle finger, um people saying it's stupid. Um it's it's been a number of things. I think the reason why um I get the negative perspectives is because I'm forcing people to look within themselves. 
at the least we could be doing is walking 30 minutes a day. But here I am doing such a strenuous workout of rolling this huge tire. Like you can't even see me behind the tire Mm -hmm. when I'm rolling it. So I think that's why the, why I'm getting so much negative, uh, a light from people is because I'm forcing the look within themselves. Um, another reason why is because I've turned this into a business and you know, that confidence that I have can be very intimidating to people. And so I think that's why there's been some negative feedback, but the positive feedback is, um, I bring people to tears all the time because they seen my dad do it. And Mm -hmm. then to continue the legacy, they love it. And people are taking my pictures and wanting hugs. And I remember this one gentleman came up to me and he said, my, my mom recently passed from cancer and on our way to the cemetery, we saw you and you made my entire family feel that much more happy Mm -hmm. and that, you know, we're going to be able to get through this. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's it's all the above, and people, you know, are so thankful. I'm continuing my dad's legacy. Word. Now, you talk about you parlayed this into a business. How, how so? So, uh, the Keep Rolling campaign is the official name, um, and it's an LLC and a nonprofit. I'm waiting on my nonprofit status to come in, fingers crossed, January, February of 2020. Um, but the LLC side, um, I'm a sponsored athlete, um, as well as I'm going to offer, uh, group classes where a group can roll the tire for, you know, three to 10 miles, um, $250 each class. And we can just take off around the community and we're going to talk about effective communication, leadership, strengths and weaknesses, et cetera. I'm working on a whole packet of things to talk about with the groups. And then the nonprofit side is when I'll raise money for families who are experiencing cancer that need help um, or nonprofits that uh, their mission statement aligns with mine, um, raise money for them, you know, get my little percentage off the top, and then they can have the rest. Word. <laughs> I mean, oh, there, there go that code. <laughs> Going cold. It's just coming up. It's coming. This is so cold here in Indiana. It's coming up on me. You know what's happening, right? Uh, everyone's getting sick. It's getting on my nerves. Nah, it's, it's because that that tire calling you or whatever, and we you, you lose your power every time you're not pushing it. <laughs> you know what? That's what people say. They they say I need to just just do it all day every day. But I'm like, look, it, nah. just, it look, it gets heavy sometimes. I gotta take a break. Now, what was that? Um, how long have you been pushing it now? This uh this is about nine months. Nine months. So what was it like in that first week? <laughs> oh man, we gonna okay, so the very first week I I get the tire out the garage. I'm thinking to myself, what in the heck am I doing? Mm-hmm. And how in the heck could my dad, knowing that he was, you know, he was dying, he was on the inside, you know, he was deteriorating. How in the heck was he moving this thing? I tried and tried, and it fell on me. Um, I was getting so frustrated because I couldn't for the life of me figure it out, the physics. 
Oh man, legs was hurting, shoulders was hurting, arms was hurting. I mean, it's a full body workout. So I was trying to figure this mess out. Luckily, I didn't damage anything. I didn't hit hit anybody's vehicle. But I mean, it took it took a while, and I just had to you know take a step back and understand. Like, look, if I want to roll this thing, I'm going to have to move, and um, I'm I'm moving. Once I'm with the tire, moving at about three miles per hour anywhere between three to five miles per hour, which I don't think that's fast, mm-hmm. but that's pretty fast. Yeah. When I like see, see it on videos, I'm like, Whoa, I'm moving. Or like if there's someone on a bike or a pedestrian walking and I like pass them, I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm really moving. I didn't, I didn't expect that. But, um, you know, that first week it was, it was so much that I went through mentally where I, there was some doubt, but I just ended up pushing through it. And, you know, at that point, I also weighed 235 pounds. As I talked to you today, I'm at 210. So um, that too, you know, I, I was, one of my trainers told me, not only are you moving that tire's weight, but you're moving your own weight. And you got to keep it, you got to think about that too. So there's so much physics behind this that it, at that first week, never even thought about. Nine months later, all of that um, is uh, calculated. Yeah, man, I, I have a hard time pushing a shopping cart around Walmart, and here you is pushing a big old <laughs> Now, um, I know this is something that your father um, started and everything. And I, I, did you ever have the conversation when he started? Why attire? All the other things that he could do to you know be physically fit in it, you know during that time frame and everything you know he could do box jumps burpees all kind of other stuff to stay in shape but why the tire you know i asked him he came i was at his house i was chilling and um he pulls in the driveway and you know i see this this tire sticking out the back of the truck and i'm like dad what do you what are you gonna do with this and he looked over at me and he said i'm gonna roll it and of course, I said, why are you going to roll it? And he just said, sounds fun. <laughs> I said, you know what? I said, you just, you, you do you, you handle it. I'm not, whatever, dad, uh, you do it. And uh, he did it. I don't know. I, I probably, yeah, the most extended mind probably been the Walmart shopping cart. I just. <laughs> I put some groceries in there and I just push that around the aisles till I, until I got tired. There you go. There you go. Put, but hold on. You got to go to the camping section and put all those weights in it and then you can push it. There you go. Yeah. I, you know, on the side note, I went to Walmart and eat like I normally do. I always go in there if you see me on Instagram. Uh-huh. But you talk about the weights and I find it funny because um, the weight section, you know, you come in through the entrance by the grocery side so you basically walk the length of the store you know right to left and all the way on yeah. the left side is the camping section and the weights and all that stuff so i went uh-huh. the time just you know walking down the aisles and you know getting groceries and stuff and there was a dumbbell 35 pounds sitting by like the candles and stuff so that's about roughly halfway from the left end to the right end or whatever and somebody just picked this thing up pretty much brought it all the way over there and just left it there on the bottom shelf somewhere so i was just i was trying to figure out what was that person's mind frame in that instance they went over there to that section 
They grabbed this 35-pound dumbbell. They walked with it or had it in the cart or something and just left it there and went on about their business. Man, you know, they look, they probably saw, I don't need this anymore and, and just took it out and set it down or maybe trying to have been funny. I don't know. <laughs> uh, they should have bought it. I know that because I'm, I, I believe in, you know, being, being physical, some type of way, weightlifting, boxing, running, walking, they should have bought it. But I get things happen. Things come up. So, I mean, in addition to pushing the tire, you are incorporating some other exercises in your routine, correct? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm sponsored by Champ Fit Studios. Um, it's a gym uh, here in Evansville, Indiana. Um, and I take classes uh, every single day. Uh, we offer classes and there's weightlifting. Uh, it's four stories of uh, fitness world. It's an ecosystem of, of just being fit. And I love it there. So that's what the, the workouts there I do. Okay. So um, you, you kind of blew past it in the beginning when you was introducing yourself, but you said you had another business at one point that kind of folded in. So what, what was that about? Yeah. Yeah. My, uh, my brother and I, we started a catering business here at Evansville called Turntable. Mm-hmm. Um, and we lost our commercial kitchen due to politics. Hmm. And so, uh, we've got businesses put on hold until we find another kitchen. And when we do, we're going to start right back up and, and get to making some good food. Cause I can tell you right now here in Evansville, the food, food culture and all that we really need some help. Mm-hmm. Oh, so we're going to get back to it. So, so what's on the, what's on the menu, man? What, what y'all whipping up? Oh man, you look, you have to go to the Instagram and, and drool on yourself. Um, we have a very basic, you know, uh, menu to help people kind of figure out what, what they want to eat. But whenever I meet with the client, I'm like, look, let's experiment. Let's get out there. Let's figure out some things. Um, we're pretty much going to make what you want. Mm-hmm. We don't really shy away from, um, anything different because we want different. We want more. We want catering to be more than just fried chicken and burgers and wings. Like let's really got that experiment with like, um, putting grilled grilled pears on a burger or some bison or <laughs> okay. let's get out there and do some good things some bison so that's what we do I mean what what's the process in, in cooking up a bison man just you would just go out in the wild and you know wrestle that thing and bring it on in <laughs> Oh yeah, that's what I do. Since I roll that tire, I, I'm I'm ready to wrestle bisons and alligators. Bring them on in. Let's get them. Get them on the grill. Okay. All right. But yes, what we do though. We 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 love to experiment with turntable. We we don't mess around. Now, um, you talking about a little bit of the politics? I mean, is that a discussable topic there? Yeah, I don't mind. We get into that. So what had happened, cuz? <laughs> I got you. Yeah, I, I'm glad I'm glad you mentioned that. That way your listeners can be like, oh, okay. Yeah, and, and maybe they can learn from it. So 
you know, basically there was a, an owner of the kitchen and there was a, and there was a, a middleman mm-hmm. and the owner and the middleman of the kitchen couldn't get together, couldn't work together, um, on pricing and, uh, upkeep with the, with the kitchen itself. So, I mean, every day we were going back and forth with needing more space and, that they wanted to increase rent, and then uh, the kitchen and, and, and the freezer were, were going down. And I'm like, if you want to increase our rent, you've got to fix these things. I mean, this isn't rocket science. Yeah. But they just could not get along. They couldn't see eye to eye on what our needs were as, as, as tenants. Um, and everything just hit the fan. Mm-hmm. And so I look back on that and I'm like, what if we would have got rid of the middleman? Would have things been different? And what I mean by that is, you know, I wish I would have been able to get um, an investor at the time or a loan at the time. Maybe we could have saved that for all of us that was in that kitchen because we shared the kitchen with multiple uh, caterers. Okay. But um, yeah, I mean, it, it's. It sucks that those two, because they couldn't get along, the rest of us, the rest of us had to leave. Okay. So, what was the genesis of that um, business between you and your brother or whatnot? I mean, is cooking been a part of your family or whatever, or is it something that you learned along the way and was like, hey, we can probably do this professionally? Yeah, we we, we both, you know, in college, um, we both went to school for hospitality, but he had a longer culinary term than I did, and he's the chef for turntable. Um, I'm I'm the, I'm just a cheerleader. That's all I am. Mm-hmm. You know, I I, uh, you know, I pay the bills and do the marketing and social media, but he's the chef. And at best, I may help him chop a few things up or yeah. uh, maybe roast a few things, but that's really him. He he handles all of that. Um, if I'm cooking, it's because he's in the kitchen. He's able to watch what I'm doing. Cause now I'm just gonna burn it because I'm not I'm not really a good cook like that. Yeah, you, you, um, you'd rather just go out there and wrestle down the bison and all that stuff. Huh? Yeah, I go out there and wrestle it down for him, and I bring it. I bring it back to him. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's, that's that's our teamwork. You know, he stays in his lane, I stay in my lane, and then we just watch the success come in. Mm-hmm. Now, um, besides your issues with um, keeping the kitchen and whatnot, what was some of the things that you ran into, you know, getting this business off the ground? You know, it was, it was so, you know, and, and I talk about this a lot in Evansville, the entrepreneurial resources are just, they're barely there. And then what we have is just all over the place. So what I mean by that is when we had to get our permits and license, it was like you get them you get like your license or your permit or what have you. And then you got to wait another like a month or two before you get the next thing and another month or two before you get the next thing. And I'm just like, why can't these processes be more streamlined? We are here wasting time waiting for all these signatures and yeses and no's. And that just got real frustrating. But I mean, we, we, we pushed through it, you know, that was one of the things that was frustrating at the, at the, uh, at the start of this. So 
going through and you know starting the LLC and you know having uh, you know the the nonprofit thing going on. What would I mean? Do you feel like you have a grasp of um, you know the process and everything? Yeah, yeah. After after doing the LLC thing twice, the nonprofit thing uh, once, and then helping other nonprofits before I even got to where I'm at today, I feel like I understand it. Uh, so much better now mm-hmm. that anyone that comes next in line that reaches out to me, I'm like, look, I can save you some time. Here's how I can help. Okay. And in that vein or whatever, I mean, um, I know it varies from state to state or whatever, but well, if you could reach out to somebody, you know, catching them, you know, at the genesis of their um, journey into starting the LLC or some kind of business or whatever, what would be one of the number one tips that you would give them to help them along their way? Two things, find a mentor and find an attorney before you file. That way, as soon as you file, that attorney will be ready for you. You can get your EIN number and you can open a bank account and you can start accepting some dollars for what you do. And and you got a paper trail, so... When it's time to file your taxes, you don't have to go back and think, you know, what did we do and how much we made? It's already happening for you. So get a mentor, get an attorney before you file for your LLC. Okay. Is there any apps or anything like that that you would recommend as well? I haven't found any good, reliable apps that I trust. Um, That's why I say just find a mentor someone that's really come before you that can help you. But if someone found an app, I would, I'd be interested to see what it is. I've searched for myself, but I haven't found any that I, that I like. Cause you know, anymore it's pay $50 or $30 to get all this information when I can go to a mentor and get it for free. And I understand that. It's just like, um, yeah, a lot of this stuff is, um, Oh yeah, I'll help you out. But <laughs> yeah, what's the but? How much the but gonna cost me? Mm-hmm. Yep. But so I mean, other than pushing this huge tire, you know, mentoring people yourself, and you know, being a businessman, what are some of your other interests that you got going on and everything? Some of my other interests, I tell you, I'm big. I'm big on taking naps. <laughs> I tell you what. Except like a good nap. Um, no, one of the things I do is I also mentor uh, students through my local YMCA after school, and so they keep me they keep me active, and I play basketball with them. And they're actually teaching me how to shoot a basketball, so it's really interesting that I'm teaching them about entrepreneurship and character development, and you know just how to be cool in the community and how to be smart, and they're teaching me how to stance how to hold the basketball, how to properly shoot the basketball. So it's been really fun. So between hanging out with my middle schoolers and high schoolers and taking naps, it's pretty much what I do if I'm not working on turntable or uh, keep rolling. <laughs> so, I mean, when do you have the time to take the naps? <laughs> um, Today, actually. It's going to be a nap day. A little later on, it's going to be a good 45 minutes to an hour nap. <laughs> Man, I, I hope that's I hope it's a good one. 
Yeah, those are the good ones. Those, I feel like I feel like anything longer than an hour, it, it becomes you, you wake up, you're drowsy. I, no, I need about an hour, just in the hour, forty-five minutes to hour. I think those are the real powerful naps. Now, how did it go about? Like, you just take a nap before you go roll that big old tire? No, I don't know because I feel like no, not before I go roll the tire because I'll, I'll be sluggish. I get a good eight hours. I get a good eight hours sleep, and then um, I'll wake up around maybe four o'clock in the morning. Get a good solid breakfast, and I'll take off for the day. And I'll probably roll the tire for about two to four hours. So I'll probably get done around maybe depending on where I'm going, what I got to do. So I've also did a couple three three k and five k's with the tire. So depending on what I have to do that day and how far I want to go probably get done around 10 a.m. or noon. Depends on what I got. Heard. So, like, you do that then, too? You um do, like, 5Ks and all this stuff, and you bring the tire with you? Bring the tire with me. Word. So, I mean, do you get a lot of carryover from that? Like, people come to, like, hey, man, why are you pushing this tire? And, you know. All of that. All of that. That is... It, it happens. And a lot of it, again, is positive and people want to try it and they want to flip it and take a picture. <laughs> and other people. And other people. Yeah, other people. My bad. I'm good. Yeah, <laughs> other people just, you know, they just roll their eyes and can't figure it out. And I, I hate when they make the joke. Um, are you tired? I, damn like, it, I was thinking about it when you said joke. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm like, okay, the first let me tell you the first time I heard that I'm like, okay, that's a good one. But after hearing it about 5 million times, I'm like, come on Evansville, we got to get more creative than this. <laughs> come on now, we got we got to step up our our comedic game if we just going to keep saying this. This this isn't going to work. I'm sure there's more jokes we can make. But uh, yeah, that that's the one that is commonly used and deeply played out. Now, um, as far as your your businesses and your your charity efforts and whatnot, has um, anybody really you know come at you with like a you know I know you say you had the gym doing the sponsorship, but like has anybody else approached you about anything like that? Not yet, not yet. Um, I'm a firm believer. Once you put something in the universe like this, people are going to want to work with you, but they want to see what you bring to the table first. Mm-hmm. And because I'm doing this in small phases, I'm got I've got a tremendous amount of attention. But I think people are ready to see me put the work in now when it comes to those campaigns and things like that. So I'm I'm pretty sure something else going to come up a little later. Word. But if you could say anything to anybody that may be listening right now, what would be your words of encouragement or, or wisdom and whatnot? Never say never. Let me let me tell you about that. When my dad was living, living, my uncles and aunts and friends would say, hey, are you going to roll the tire too? And I was like, absolutely not. I'm not going to roll this tire. Um, it's just not something for me. And look where we're at today. Word. So never say never. Yeah. So before we ride, 
let everybody know where they can find you on social media, different ways they can help support your cause and, you know, just yeah, whatever yeah. else that you got. So there's a, there's a couple ways. Um, Twitter and Instagram, DeAndre D. Wilson. Please follow me. I do follow back. Uh, LinkedIn, DeAndre Wilson. Facebook, DeAndre Wilson. And the cool thing is, is all my default pictures is me standing next to the tire. So you'll be able to identify me pretty fast. Mm-hmm. Um, I just dropped my YouTube channel. The Keep Rolling Campaign is the official name. Um, I'm going to have that uh, YouTube channel officially going now because the Keep Rolling Campaign has three core objectives, cancer awareness, fitness, and community conversation. And so with that YouTube channel, um, I really plan to interview a lot of entrepreneurs and creatives in my community, and we'll discuss impact, things of that nature. So you can find me on YouTube. Um, find me anywhere. You can Google the Evans Tire guy. If that's easier for you, it'll pop up that way. So however you want to find me. Now you're talking about doing interviews and stuff for your YouTube channel. Are you going to do the interviews while rolling the tire? <laughs> so that's the cool part about it. I do. I do plan to do that. Um, the, the point of it is I'll roll the tire and talking to different folks. And then at the end of it, they have to try to roll it. Novel concept. You just rolling all the things into the, the, the tire. Yeah. All of it. Some, some of my interviews will be sit down, you know, but for the most part, uh, there'll be me rolling the tire. You gonna sit on the tire while you have conversations. You know, here's the cool thing about, about that is so when I roll through the neighborhoods, uh, and people are seeing me um, rolling the tire and they're waving now or coming out and talking to me and figuring out why I'm doing this. We built a level of trust and there's been times where I'll set the tire down because someone really wants to talk to me and will sit on it and they will tell me some deep things that they're dealing with personally. So yeah, I'm not opposed to setting the tire down and talking because I already do it now. We have some deep conversations with people just living in the neighborhood. Word. So, man. It's crazy. I didn't, yeah, it's crazy because I didn't expect that to happen. But, like, I, be, I get told some serious things. And I, I've just learned in this short period of time to show up, shut up, and listen. Mm-hmm. Um, and at first, I was like, how am I supposed to deal with someone telling me that they're in a a domestic violence relationship or they're doing, dealing with drug addiction or worse. But, um, it's, it's something that I do cherish. I appreciate them, you know, wanting to talk to me. Um, but I tell you what, this, this whole experience has been something. Word. And, you know, I appreciate you sharing your experiences with me, sir. And as absolutely. And as always, you've been a guest of the show. And the door is always open for you to come back to, you know, promote your next big thing or just to shoot the shit. Absolutely. I appreciate you responding to my, my Twitter DM. I mean, that's how we got started. Yeah. You, you, you didn't slide in there all lewd like it was uh, well put together. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. It wasn't time for that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Maybe next time. <laughs> Yeah, maybe next time. We'll see you next time. Okay. And out of tragedy. And that was a tragedy. I daggone was speaking for a couple seconds just now. And um, Mike wouldn't know. But anyway, 
out of tragedy comes triumph. You know, we got to speak with uh, Mr. DeAndre Wilson today. And, you know, his story is, you know, sad, but uplifting at the same time. I mean, people pass away, a lot of them um, sooner than we would like it to be. But um, it's what you do after to honor that person. And he's doing that right now, pushing a big ass tire and, you know, doing campaigns to for cancer awareness and charity work and stuff like that. Just so, uh, you know, cancer fucking sucks, man. That That's all I got to say about that. I, I don't want to get too uh, deep into it or whatever. Make, make me sad thinking about it. <laughs> but anyway, follow the man on Twitter. Instagram is all in the show description below, I guess. <laughs> but it is in the show description. I say I guess because whatever you're listening to this on, I don't know if it's below or sometimes if you tap the screen, the description comes up across the screen. Wherever the show description is for you on the particular app or device that you're using, that's where his uh, contact and social media will be. And you can follow his journey. You can follow him pushing this massive tire all over the place. Spread the word. Spread the word. Um, 2020, man, is going out w- without a hitch. This is the, the second episode of 2020. And Monday will be uh, four years of the Random Rounds with Rob podcast. Yeah. I couldn't remember if I did something for every year of the show. I know I did something for year one. I don't think I did nothing special for year two year three i did a live broadcast i had people actually call in uh shout outs to black rambo and uh sean cone and uh, I, I think one more person called in i can't remember who it was but that's what i did for year one two and three um year four uh nothing much is <laughs> a uh, business as usual you might get two episodes um, the following week. So Monday, I'll probably record a little something short and sweet, you know, just talk about the past four year experience or this just this past year in general would be like my 2019 year in review and um, going to keep it moving. So next week you'll have or, you know, after this episode, you'll have two additional episodes for the following week to celebrate. Wait, hold on. I'm messing myself up. So you have this up. You get two this week. <laughs> so you have this episode, and I'll do one Monday. God damn it, January thirteenth. So I'm giving you context when I say Monday, because whenever you listen to this, Monday is right around the corner. I imagine. Um, yeah. Shout outs to the sponsors, Hooks Rubs and Spices. If you go to hooksrubsandspices.etsy.com, you can um, get fifteen percent off your order if you use the promo code random also shout outs to poddex you go to poddex.com i'm about to say dicks <laughs> go to poddex.com and uh get you an, another tool in your tool belt if you're um, a podcaster and everything you know i ain't saying that uh everybody needs it but it doesn't hurt to have it you know some of you are highly professional you take notes and everything it's something that i like uh doing but um, some of these cards, these decks that you get, they got some interesting and thought provoking questions within 
that uh, can help you interview, reach a whole other height, whole nother level and everything. And that's kind of why I mess with them. That's why I rock with them or whatever, because I thought it was a novel concept. And there's not so many products specifically for um, podcasters, you know, other than the scam shit. So this is a good little tool to keep in your tool belt. So go to poddex.com, use promo code random and you can get 10% off your order. And uh, shout out to Walker the Geek, um, local H-Town podcast or whatever. He got him a deck from uh, Poddex and everything. He used my promo code. So uh, shout outs to him for that. And also, oh, yeah, cue some sensual music in the background. You, uh, you want to get your, get your freak on, get you some blue chew, baby, for your, your thing-a-lang, your, your weed-a-woo, your pita-ping. Uh, so you could do your thing a thing. See how I made that string together so it can rhyme, baby. But uh, go to bluechew.com and uh, you can get your force order free. Only pay $5 shipping if you use the promo code. Guess random, not guess. Not The, the promo code is random. <laughs> so all three of those places, Hooks, Rose of Spices, Poddex and Blue Chew. Use the promo code random. And you can get you 10, 15, and a free shipment all by using the promo code random. Uh, thank you for listening in on this uh, short episode, uh, but keeping in with the theme, uh, got two more episodes to go with two other tired <laughs> individuals. Why not? Uh, rolling up next is. Jason Richardson. He is the curator, the CEO of the J1 Con that I went to here this past November in Atlantic City, New Jersey at the Showboat Hotel. So I appreciate the brother for inviting me out and letting me be a part of his uh, his creation, his legacy, essentially, and whatnot. He got two of them coming up this year in 2020. One's going to be in Jamaica and one's going to be right back in um, the States in New Jersey, I believe. So uh, be looking out for news about the next J1 Cons with S on uh, J1Con.com. So I got his episode coming up next. He's a tired individual, man. He, he does all this stuff, all this work. And he's like, you'll hear it in an interview, tired as fuck. And then after that is my homeboy JD coming back, Mr. Roquet. Um, he is separated from the military and he, we talk a little bit about his uh, civilian life now he's holding down two jobs just to keep himself busy and whatnot. and currently as of this recording he is in England right now and he'll tell you why he is there in uh, the next interview and whatnot. you can follow him on Instagram I forget what it is off the top of my head because it's convoluted it got numbers and letters in it <laughs> but yeah um, so just him running around and living this civilian life that he's not used to, you know, lack of exercise and everything at the moment. He is a very tired <laughs> individual as well. And then we got some cool episodes following those um, other ones there. So stay tuned. Go to randomrob.com. We took the cast off to save some money. <laughs> and um, you can follow me on social media on Twitter at 3R Show. You can follow me on Instagram at the three R show and you can go to Facebook and check out what we got going on over there by going to facebook.com forward slash three R show. Remember, go to randomrob.com 
and you can find many different ways to help support the show. You can be a patron for as little as a dollar. And if you want extra content, that'll be $10. That's the only two tiers I got a dollar, $10. Because if you want me to do extra work, you got to pay me. Um, you can buy some merchandise um, from a third party or even handcrafted by myself. If you hit me up in the DMs ever so gently, um, go for right now for the whole month of January. You can get savings on hats, shirts, and other merchandise on randomrob.com. Hats are 35% off, t-shirts are 18% off, and everything else is 5% off. So uh, go to randomrob.com forward slash merch and uh, dig in on that for the month of January. And whatever else, I got what, Amazon wish links on there. And um, as I always say, you don't have to give me your money. I'm going to do this podcast regardless. It would help if it can generate enough revenue to support itself. That's really the goal of the things. But the most important way that you can help support this podcast and any other podcast that you listen to is by liking, subscribing, retweeting and um, writing those five star reviews. As of current, I'm going to give you a, a real time look as I record. But um, I believe we are at 86 five star Apple podcast reviews. And my goal is to get to 100 by March 29th, which is my birthday. So if y'all can make that happen. Yep. As we sit right now on Apple iTunes, we are at 86 reviews. So I'm trying to get to 100 by March 29th. We already in January, about midway. So uh, help me out. Go there. Take five minutes of your time, maybe less than that. Write a five star review and I'll be very much appreciative. That's your birthday gift to me. And um, also, if you don't have an Apple device, which you should, but any other platform that you listen to podcasts on, if they have a rating system on there, give me the highest rating review. I appreciate that very much. And as always, thank you for listening. And I'll see you next time.